Welcome from the deep. I'm Mike Finder. And I am Book of Brett. And today we're going to be talking about the 2024 film Night Swim. And this is going to be a weird conversation because I know basically, basically the entire world has agreed that this movie just is is not that great. And well, the majority of the world also likes Kim Tar- Kardashian. So what the f- do they that's know? That's a fairly good point. I think that. You and I have uh, slightly different opinions on this movie as far as the rest of the world goes. And I think that we need to tell the entire world why they're fucking wrong about this movie. So Right, because we're right and they're wrong. Exactly. Before we get into this, let me do just a little bit of housekeeping. If you're only listening to this on your favorite podcast app, make sure you go check out our YouTube page. That is youtube.com slash at from the deep. And you can see all sorts of content that does not make it over onto the Spotify feed or the podcast feed on whatever app you're listening to us and if you're only listening to us or slash watching us on youtube make sure you go check out the podcast feed as you can check us out anywhere you want the podcast feed gets everything a week later than the youtube page does so if you're aching for new content make sure you go check out the new um episode that is always a week earlier on the youtube page and also we haven't been around the last few weeks we took a couple weeks off for christmas break and then also i got sick and as as always it lasted just entirely too long so we're back at it now new year new us as it were or some such mike's immune system hates him yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it constantly attacks itself. So anyway, uh, I would like to talk about Night Swim today because the entire f- world is wrong about this movie. And I would like to tell everyone why. Brett, do you want to give us a synopsis of Night Swim for 2024? Yes, Night Swim is a PSA for all of you little shit pigs that won't stop pissing and pooping in the pool. <laughs> that's fucking terrible. You, you told me like this is what happens. No, no, this is what happens <laughs> when you spend centuries using the pool as your own personal toilet. Eventually, it's going to get back at you through suction and dirty filters. Uh, that's just a really fucking gross image in my head that you put in there. Okay, so if we hop over no. onto the podcast drive-in here, Night Swim from 2024, it's rated PG-13, which is its first big strike against it, which I cannot argue against. You know, I think if this was a rated R movie, this might have been a little more hardcore, and more hardcore horror fans would be willing to accept this as a movie that they would watch. But as it stands, PG-13 makes more money, period. That's just yeah. how it is. And so I do not I do not hold Night Swim being PG-13. I can't hold that against it. So No, and I think it maintains that PG-13 rating pretty well, though. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's not a lot of gore or anything like that in this movie, but I don't really... There doesn't really need to I, be. There doesn't need to be, exactly. So this is an hour and 38, a big fucking home run, in my opinion. Every goddamn movie that comes out recently has been like two, two and a half hours long for seemingly no reason. And, and an Looking hour and a half for well, and an hour and a half like this for a, a movie like this, it just it, that's perfect. This doesn't need to be two hours long. So no. IMDb's one sentence synopsis says a woman swimming in her pool at night is terrorized by an evil spirit, which is just a weird. That's a terrible. It really. Synopsis. Yeah, it really Mine is. Mine was actually better for once. <laughs> Mine's never better. And mine is better. All right. Well, um. I want to know how you felt about Night Swim. We've talked about it a little bit off off camera here, so I know how you feel a little bit about it. But this is this is a really weird movie, and people are really fucking torn on this. So, how'd you um, feel about Night Swim? 
We both saw this in I, theaters, by the way. Yes, I did see it in theaters. Um, and uh, surprisingly, this is the first movie I've seen in a theater in a long time where everybody was not chatting their heads off. Um, and this was actually the movie going experience I've wanted for so long because there were people in the, there were people in the crowd going, ooh and oh, and like there were like verbal reactions. And so I finally got the movie going experience I've wanted. And for some reason it was with fucking Night Swim. I, 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 I don't know what happened there. Um, I do know not everybody seemed to enjoy this because there were two elderly people who walked out, but I called that the second I watched them <laughs> hobble their way up the stairs. Like, uh, like the, the second something bad happens uh, with the pool, um, what was it? Oh, oh, in the opening scene, wherever the little girl's trying to get the boat and it yeah. like pulls on the net, the guy behind me went, ugh. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what what did you think you were coming? Do you think you were watching a Michael Phelps biopic? Like, what were you expecting when you walked into this fucking theater? I mean, to be fair, the trailer makes it look like a much more hardcore horror movie than it actually is. I think, and so See, like I went going as blind. Well, and that's the thing is like I saw the trailer for this multiple times and for months before this movie came out. So I feel like the advertising on this film, the marketing on this movie, is not necessarily representative of like what it actually is and and that might hurt it a little bit for some people but i really tried to tamper your expectations for what this movie was when you went to go you, see it you, you you did not tamper them you skewed them <laughs> to a a high high degree because all you told me was it was a killer pool and so uh i thought <laughs> i was going to be i thought i was going to be walking into like a kill that, that what, what's that movie a uh, killer bed um uh the the bed that eats people oh or something like that. Yeah, i yeah, thought yeah. i was getting something along the lines of like killer tomatoes that's what I thought I was walking into. I was expecting a lot more cheese. I was expecting this to be a horror comedy that is well aware that it is a horror comedy. And it's not. They took a ridiculous concept, a killer <laughs> swimming pool, and made a serious movie out of yeah. it. And I got to say, they fucking did it really, really well. I mean, we've got characters in here I give a shit about. We've got a... We've got a villain that I care about like I, I it's not really a, a a villain but it's um overall like dude this was a this was a fun ride and not in the sense of this was ridiculous I had fun I had to um uh let go or I had to suspend a lot of my disbelief um, which you do have to do with a movie like this but even if you can suspend your disbelief a little bit this movie can pull you in. Yeah, I mean, I agree. The, the thing is, is like, I, I had a reservation to see this last week. And I looked at the reviews like and you, you're, you're, you're reserved on whether or not you wanted to see it. Or <laughs> yeah. You, you reserved, <laughs> no, a, no, spot no. To I reserved a spot to go see it. Um, <laughs> okay. I, and I decided to not go see it last week because I looked at the reviews and, and all I saw were negative things. And well, to be fair, I'm not a huge fan of James Wan. I have a really love hate relationship oh, with, with Blumhouse. A he's, a, he's a producer of it. Um, oh, I really like James. Yeah, Wan. I know you do. And, and that was one of the reasons I wanted you to see it. But I, I walked into this knowing that James Wan had a hand in this. 
and Blumhouse, who I have a love-hate relationship with, produced it. So <laughs> I saw their name come up on screen and out loud I went, uh-oh. Yeah, and that's the thing. Out it's like, you know, I, I feel like I, I feel like when you walk into a Blumhouse movie, it's either gonna rule or completely suck ass, and there's very yes, little in there's between. Never an in-between. Um and so like uh, that coupled with all the reviews that I saw about this film, it's like you said, my my expectations were askew because of all of those things going into it, kind of working again. Against it, but the theater that I go see stuff in, they were playing this in the big theater that I saw like Scream premiere in, and is a three-story screen and has three stories of of seats. Uh, It was me and one other person in this massive 4D theater, and I wanted to see this movie before they pulled it out of the massive theater that they were playing it in. So, did you make a friend? No, of course not. I didn't even say a word to him. He looked annoyed when I walked in that I was the the only other person in that theater because he clearly wanted to see it by himself. But anyway, uh, you know, halfway through that's how public spaces work. Well, I watching this movie, I got about halfway through this, not really digging it. And and I was laughing at things that I thought were supposed to be serious. And and about halfway through, I kind of realized like. Like, oh, uh, this is they're they're portraying this as something very serious, but it's such a dumb fucking idea. Uh, Like like I said, this is a killer pool movie. Uh, regardless of how nuanced or or otherwise you want to get into this, because you can't argue that, I guess. But at its core, this is a killer swimming pool movie. And so I, I don't know, I, I felt the need to like want to hate it going into it, but about halfway through it, and especially at the third act, this thing really turned it around on me. And I kind of, I kind of just went with it. And, and when I started to just be like, what what really happened was I started to think like if this were if this movie were made in 1978 or 1986 or something like that, I would have so much goddamn fun with this movie just based on the idea alone of it being a haunted killer swimming pool. Um, and that was what really turned me around on it. Like if this was made in a different decade with the exact same idea, the exact same execution and all that stuff, I would have fucking loved this. And so halfway through this movie, my opinion on this shifted from this is pretty fucking terrible to God damn it. This is so fun. And I don't understand why so many people are hating on it. And, and part of it I think is because it's Blumhouse and it's fucking, you know, James Wan produced it. And there's a lot of expectations going into a movie like this with those people attached to it. But if you just take it at face value and allow it to just be a dumbass, stupid idea horror movie, then there is so much fun to be had in this movie. And not to mention the cinematography is really good. I thought the color grade was really great. There are some incredible shots in this movie. the, the, The part where the daughter is stuck underneath the pool and she looks up and the pool is like a hundred yards away from her and it, and it just really gives this sense of like how the fuck are you going to get out of this um there's so many little parts like that where there is genuine terror 
Um, uh, and, and for me, I'm terrified of drowning. I think suffocating is one of the worst fucking ways that you could die, especially in the water like that. I, it's just, that's a terrifying idea for me. So I feel like going into it, that was a big thing for me of like, I'm, I'm literally scared of drowning to death. So when you get so, caught underwater like that, there are very few things that freak me out other than like heights and a few other things. So I just had a revelation um, where this is a really localized version of the fog. And it makes me think of that Simpson. It makes me think of that Simpsons bit with Aurora Borealis and just putting the mist in there. The mist completely localized in your kitchen. <laughs> Can I see it? No, <laughs> but no, it's it's it, it, it is. And, and, and the what you said about it being a fear of drowning. Um, I was laughing the first opening scene. I was laughing. I'm the only one that laughed at anything. And we were in a theater that was probably about 60 to 70 percent full. Oh, wow. I was the only one in this theater. We saw laughing. It on, well, you saw it on a Friday night. So that actually. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on a so, Wednesday like Brit like noon or something. Brittany leans over and she looks at me and she goes, what are you laughing at? And I looked at her and I was like, it's a killer pool. Yeah. Like, like whatever happens, whatever happens in this movie can be funny because it's a killer fucking pool. Exactly. And and but, there are moments where like the, the, the spirits and stuff pop up behind people and it just yeah. doesn't work. It just doesn't, it doesn't work at being scary. Um, no, because it's, it was it's wacky and goofy, but, but yeah. that is why it's fun. Well, but that's the thing is like the spirits are part of some of the really cool shots. Like that's true. I don't remember the exact scene. I think it is the girl. Yeah. The girl when uh, the girl's underwater, um, and she's got her, um, uh, love interest over and all those bubbles are coming up and through the bubbles, we get a spirit popping yeah. through. Like, first of all, I knew that was coming, yeah. but second of all, it was still a really, really cool shot. And this movie does something that I really appreciated, where it acknowledged the fact that we have to have a character dive into the history and figure out what's going, but it's skims through that part That's, of that. It skims yeah. through that trope so quickly that I actually appreciated it because it was like, as soon as they started doing it, it was like, okay, here we go. We that is exactly this. how I felt. I rolled and my that, fucking eyes almost out of my head when it started. And then, and then it was over and it was like, oh, okay, they understand. Like, cause I, I mean, how else are you going to find it? You have two options. Go to the library, find something in the attic. Those are your two options yeah. when you're going to find history behind something like this. And they just kind of like went, okay, we have to do this, but we're going to do it. Well, and it's um, because it's such a modern looking house. When she starts finding nuns yeah. and stuff, I was just like, what the fuck are we doing here? But then, they, yeah. you know, the, the fact that the pool is a, a natural spring pool really helps it a lot. And, and therefore you can really play with the idea. I like how when, when the, the, the older lady that she goes that, that lost her daughter at the beginning of the movie when she starts explaining that this was a place that must have been worshipped or something again I rolled my fucking eyes of like okay you don't know that that's a massive guess on your part you even say they must have just assuming which is really stupid but all of it 
all of it works in this really dumb way. I don't know how else to put it. Do like you know, it's it's do, so you know fucking it stupid, but it works. Do you know why it works? Why? Because it's about a killer pool. <laughs> yeah. You can do anything you want. Right. It is it is a ridiculous concept. And that's that's why I say I really don't understand why people hate this movie so much. Because you have a ridiculous concept executed in a pretty much serious way, yeah. and they do it really well they do it they, they could have very easily gone <laughs> it's a killer pool yeah. but no they, they they took this ridiculous concept they knew it was ridiculous and they still decided to go a serious route with it without honestly taking it too seriously um and i do have to say um uh britney just texted me uh the only thing she texted me was Poltergeist, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> and that, ladies that and gentlemen, funny. is why I married yeah, her. That's very funny. But, but no, she did. She said she said that la- she said that last night when I when I told her what my synopsis was going to be. She's like, "You don't have to say that. All you have to say is Poltergeist Eight, Poltergeist." I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing is like when it started to go into all the, you know, the spirits and stuff being attached to this pool, I, I kind of was like, again, the first half of the movie, I was really rolling my eyes at it a lot. But then by the time the the lady at the beginning who lost her, her, her daughter starts explaining like somebody has to die in order yeah. for someone else to receive the benefits right. from this pool. That is a cool, really cool. idea. That's a it's cool a fucking concept, awesome dude. idea, and I, w- go ahead, go when ahead. You, when you, when that's what I do. When you said everybody hates this movie, I went, "What were they expecting? Are you so high up on that Clydesdale horse of yours that everything has to be elevated? Nothing can be fun anymore." I think. Like, the- are you? Are, Go ahead. I think the bigger problem is, like I said earlier, the the marketing on this movie makes it look like a really serious, uh, like movie that that you're gonna get something really scary out of. And and although they try, and in my opinion, kind of fail at being really scary, um, I sure. think that they should have pushed this is a killer swimming pool movie rather than this is a hardcore horror movie about a, a pool where crazy shit happens. Like, it because a- the marketing does not give off, in my opinion anyway, that this is this is a killer swimming pool movie, which in and of itself is a great idea. The barbecue right. scene where every, you know, where everybody's yeah. over at the house, there's so much tension being built up where the dad is like holding the kid underwater and stuff and he can't stop himself there's so many little cool things that you can do with people get possessed when they're in this pool or people get haunted when they're in this pool and and it's it's kitchen sink type shit where they just throw everything at this pool the pool can do everything including heal the sick it kills kids like it's all of it is fucking bananas and insane by the way yes i i agree with that the fact that we we open this movie with the swimming pool killing a child not just not just a child, but just the most adorable little girl who just like, wants to get it, her it, brother's boat out of the swimming pool. She, she <laughs> just wants the boat. She just wants to help her handicapped brother. The, the, this little girl of any character in this movie, she is the most undeserving to die. And she mm-hmm. is the first fucking person to yeah. die. 
One that and, it really th- it really sets an expectation of like oh this anything can fucking happen in this pool. Well, and that's that's the thing. Like you said, they're just they're taking everything and they're just throwing it yeah. at the fucking wall. And you know what? Everything they threw at the wall sticks, as far as I'm concerned. Because like, like I I was already on board with the whole killer pool thing. Period. <laughs> yeah. I I, I I I I was good there because I went into this expecting it to be fun. I was expecting borderline comedy. And so I think that really helped me enjoy the ride as it unfolded because we start out just thinking it's a haunted pool or a possessed pool or or a, a killer pool. We find out later it's a possessed pool. We find out after that that this possessed pool that is also a killer pool can also possess other people. And so there is this unfolding throughout the whole movie and it works every time. And that's the thing. To be able to create layers like that for a movie about, again, a killer swimming pool is pretty fucking ingenious as far as I'm concerned. I yeah, I that's the thing, man. Is everyone hates on this movie? I think because they just have these expectations, and this is why when I called you and was like, "Dude, go see Night Swim," I told you it's one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen, and I fucking loved it. And I think it's all about the expectations you go into it with. And if you walk into this movie wanting some hardcore. You know, a horror movie. A, it's PG thirteen, so you're not going to get that. Just period. Most of James Wan's movies are PG thirteen. Uh, okay, I mean that's fair. I don't think I've seen most. He's he's the one that does all the hereditary stuff, right? All that shit. Yeah, I I I have like a dozen of his movies yeah. on this shelf behind me. Um, I I really like James Wan, but this is the thing about James Wan. James Wan does. Um, PG-13 horror, um, regardless of how you feel about PG-13 horror, just if you look within the realm of super or not super gory horror, PG-13 horror, I think James Wan does PG-13 horror better than almost anybody out there right now. Um, Like I said, it sells more. You're going to sell more tickets when you you have a PG-13 rating versus an R just because more people can see it. But that's the thing is with a lot of PG-13 horror, you, we sit here, because you and I talk about this a lot. When we have a, a horror movie that is PG-13, we sit there and go, it would have been more interesting had it had, you know, X factor, a factor X that would have then made it an R rating movie. We talk about that a yeah. lot. I don't ever see James Wan's movies that are PG-13 and go, this would have been more exciting if it had an R rating because he could have added this. I sit here and I go, he could have added this and it would have been cool had, and it would have made it rated R, but it wouldn't have improved it, at, at, at least not to me. But I'm also, again, like I said, I'm a bit of a James Wan fanboy, but that's because... I really love the Conjuring series. I really love the Insidious series. And I think he does a really, really good job. He does R-rated horror too. But I think he does PG-13 horror properly. And I think a lot of it is because he takes a lot of his um, influences from older horror masters that at the time made R-rated movies, but now would be rated like PG. Psycho is a prime example. Yeah. Dude, if Psycho came out today, Psycho would be PG. 
Yeah, well, and if you made it now, you'd have to show all the nudity and all the stabbing and blood all right. over the <laughs> the right. bathroom so, and all that so stuff. That, so, so that's why we, I, I again I went into this completely blind though. But now that I know it's a James Wan movie, all of it what's well, produced. Makes sense. Yeah, it it well, was okay. Yeah, it was directed enough. by what did I say, Bryce McGuire. Um, right. Well, I, and he, we both saw the producer. Red Door. Um, the Red yeah. Door was good, and it's PG thirteen movie too. I, you know, yeah. I didn't hate that. I think I gave that a six or a seven on Letterboxd. Um, and I'm not even a huge. About it. I'm not even a huge fan of that whole Insidious or Conjuring series, rather. Right. So, I, you know, I, I think that he can. I think that he chooses movies and on purpose that are not hyper gory. And most yeah. of the stuff that I have seen from him, um, produced or directed or whatever. Uh, what it, what they choose to do is they they play on tension more than they play yes. on gore, and there is nothing necessarily wrong with that. It's just when hardcore horror fans see stuff like that, I think a lot of them roll their eyes because it doesn't feel like the movies that they that they watch all the time, which right. is not a good way to walk into a movie. And and you know more and more over the last year since we started doing this podcast on a more regular basis, I think you and I are both trying to walk into movies with a more open mind. And and less yeah. and having less expectations, um, simply because it ruins the experience for you if you go into this shit. I think that all movies should kind of start at zero and and gain a rating rather than starting at ten and minus stuff from it. If that makes any right. sense. And when you're going into this movie, should be a ten, but I don't like this, 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 and this. Therefore, it's a six. I think you're ruining your experience. Whereas if you go into it, this is a zero and I liked this, 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 and this, you get, you, you end up with a much better experience overall. And I think that's what we both had with night swim where it's like, like I said, I halfway through this movie flipped my opinion on it completely. And because I was, I was rolling my eyes and laughing at stuff. I shouldn't have been laughing at and all that stuff. Uh, especially the baseball scenes where it where it feels like it's right out of an ABC movie or something like that. It 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 really feels cheesy and and <laughs> and like TV movie ish. But I think yeah. all of that stuff works for it in the end, and it makes for a really fun PG thirteen horror movie, which is not something I'm generally into. But go into this with with lower expectations and just try to have fun with it, and it's fucking great. I loved well, it. I, th I think you're touching, you touched on something um, that really showcases the difference uh, in between us as far as what we look for in horror. Um, because you are, I mean, it's, it, it's no secret, you are a far more hardcore horror fan than I am. Right. I have always liked horror that was more emotional and played on your senses and your fears. I've always liked horror that got under your skin a lot more. That's why I that, that's why The Ring is one of my all-time favorite horror movies because The Ring was the last time I walked out of a theater 
and was creeped out. Like there was something, it hit me underneath. And that's what I like in horror. I like horror that plays on your fears and doesn't just make you scared in a scene. I like horror that sits there and really, really gets under your skin. Right. And really, really makes you uncomfortable. And there were there were moments in this when they're like when they're trapped underwater where I'm sitting here going, oh yeah. Dude, the, oh. the scene near the ending where you start seeing all of the spirits together start grasping yeah. at them and try to keep yeah. them underwater when the when the sun is going down and the the dad is essentially trying to sacrifice the sun and all that stuff. It, dude, it's so creepy seeing all the people that have died in this body of water try to keep somebody else down so that the dad can end up being healed and stuff like that. And it's such a a, a little part of this movie where the dad's sick. He starts to get better after swimming in the pool and then come to find out that the pool requires a sacrifice in order to continue to help the dad. I Dude, it's such a great idea. And it's not even a massive part of the plot. They don't even play no. on it all that much. But it's no. such a cool idea. And this goes back to they're just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. Um, I, uh, dude, I love that there's not one thing that they just run into the ground with with killer swimming pool and there's all these different things that you can enjoy about it instead of just really drilling down on one concept and one idea and and in in an hour and a half with all that different stuff it never feels like it like it lags the pacing is really fucking good the third act is so much damn fun and dude it's just all around a really fucking fun shitty dumb horror movie and we don't get a lot of those and it's cool to see someone be making even if it's barely slightly bigger budget horror movies that don't take itself so fucking seriously even if it's presented yeah. in that way it's just great to see somebody making some dumbass movie like this and you know why Killer it's Swimming because pool. it's because nobody asked the horror genre to set our morals straight in this day and age it does feel and like, feel like elevated feel horror like has so really set expectations yes. of every horror movie needs to be deep and shit yes yeah well and and, and you're t- so i had this i had this thought my my biggest problem with this movie is that the dad dies and the son doesn't because the dad has accomplished so much more in life and had such a bigger <laughs> impact on the world. It's like, fuck this kid. What have you done? Get the fuck. No, no. Kill the kid. Save the dad. Let him continue his career in baseball and impact more lives. Kill the child. No, if this movie I shows disagree. It, no, 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 no. If this movie shows us anything, it's that children have not impacted anything yet. <laughs> And the adults are the important ones. No, I Kill. think. Listen, people, 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 drown your kids. <laughs> I think the fact that the dad sacrifices himself in order to save the rest of the family, as specifically the son, is the the heart that it needs at the end in order to tie everything together. Otherwise, this would be a really, Wait, a really absolutely. dark. But 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 from a real world perspective, it, it it doesn't make sense. This kid has done nothing with his life. He can't he can't even drive yet. He's terrible at baseball. I mean, who's bad at minor league baseball? Kill the kids. That's all I'm saying. Kill your kids. Drown them. If Casey Anthony has taught us anything, it's that you have to drown your kids. Someone clip that, please.
We'll just uh, that that goes at the beginning of every podcast now from now on. Clip it, <laughs> clip clip it, put it on Google. I stand by what I say on this show. All right. Well, why don't you give me your final thoughts and your rating on Night Swim? I did kill the kids. No, um, <laughs> no. Uh, my 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 final my my final thoughts. This is a this is a very fun, not serious but not comedic horror movie. This movie is this. This is how you make a lighthearted horror movie, a fun horror movie that doesn't take itself seriously on certain aspects, but does take itself seriously on other aspects. They took the time to focus on the artistry of filmmaking. They took the time to make sure the things that make a good movie are there and they're solid, but then they still took the time, they still took the energy to have fun with it. And this is honestly, what I think horror needs right now, regardless of the gore aspect, regardless of the subject matter, I think this is what horror needs. It needs to be a little bit out there. It needs to be a little bit nutty while also taking itself seriously in certain aspects. And I think that if you didn't like this movie, it's because you are far too caught up on everything else that's coming out right now, and you need to lighten the fuck up. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, so what's your rating on it? I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I think that it, this movie is all about the expectations you have going into it and the marketing really fucking failed this movie a lot. I, I think that if they had pushed the more killer pool side of this and the less uh, hardcore, you know, the trailer is essentially the daughter swimming at night with, with the guy getting out of the pool and her going Marco and all that kind of shit. That's pretty much what the trailer for this movie is, okay. which is cool. I can see how that would, yeah. It makes for a good trailer, but it's not necessarily a good representation of what this, what the entire movie is. And I think had they leaned more into the killer swimming pool thing, they would have, they would have tampered people's expectations and more people would have liked this movie. The PG-13 thing hurts it a little bit. There's no real gore in this. There's a couple things here and there, but all the kills are mostly goreless and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it does hurt it in a more hardcore sense. But I think if you go into this with with the expectation of I'm going to have a good time with this, you were going to have a lot of fun. The filmmaking, mm -hmm. like you said, is really fucking great. The cinematography is amazing. The acting is really good. All of the characters are likable. I give a fuck about what happens to them. Therefore, yeah. yep. the ending has more of an impact and has more heart. And, and the way that everybody... The, the the slight spoiler here, the very last scene where the daughter goes, that's not what dad would have wanted. And they fill the fucking pool in amazing way to end this fucking movie. I think that all of the beats are great. The pacing is good. Everything is really fucking fun. But if you're a curmudgeon about fucking PG 13 horror or this movie is a little too wacky, all that shit horror needs to be stupid and wacky sometimes. And we don't yeah. need every single fucking movie to be about trauma and fucking depression. So it doesn't need to move your moral fucking. Exactly. Compass. Sometimes a dumb horror movie is just supposed to be a dumb horror movie. And that is okay. Like I said, had this movie been made in 1986, 
all the hardcore horror fans would be all fucking over it because it would be this kitschy, campy, dumb fucking horror movie from the early to mid 80s that everyone was like, have you seen the killer pool movie? What's fucking different here? Nothing. Nothing is different other than it's 2024 and this released now versus this doesn't have any of the woke shit that we're always complaining about. This doesn't have any messages in it whatsoever other than killer swimming pool. And it's just fun and stupid. And that's the point. I, I have to stop you um, before you uh, before you give your rating, because then it's going to seem like I changed mine just because you said yours. Um, I actually do think this deserves an eight out of ten. I think it's a zero okay. out of ten. So uh, um, I'm going to put eight out of ten. I I I I, I hate interrupting you. I, I feel bad every time I interrupt good. you. But I was sitting here going like, well, he's going to give his, and then it's going to sound like I raised mine, and then it's going to sound like I'm just latching onto him. So anyway, continue. Well, on Letterbox, when I saw this a few days ago, I gave it a six. I've been sitting on this movie for a couple days now. I'm going to raise it up to a seven. It could be possibly an eight on a rewatch. I think that it's all about how much fun you're willing to get out of this movie is what you're going to get out of it. And if you go into it with the everyone hates this, I did that. And halfway through decided I'm okay with wherever the fuck they want to go with this. That's the sort of attitude you fucking need to have if you're going to enjoy this movie. And if you're not going to enjoy this movie based on what everybody else is saying about it, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But it it does beg the question as why are you watching a movie that everyone else is saying it's bad just to say it's bad as well. Like I, I just the Hallmark channel. Yeah. I mean, maybe look inward a little bit and see why, why you feel that way about it. And if you just hate it, I would love to know why, please leave it down in the comments. I, I want to know what people are thinking who really hate this movie. I, I, because I genuinely just had so much damn fun with it. I just don't get it. I don't get all the fucking hate for this film. As with most things negative, um, you're normally the problem. Not you, Mike. Just you, the viewer. Well, also me. You're the problem. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. My. Well, <laughs> we don't have that much time. <laughs> but all right. Well, if you like this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit the subscribe button because we got a lot more content like this on this channel. We're gonna be doing a lot more movies this year. I think we're gonna branch out into some more non-horror shit this year. I, I know that that's Yay! that's something that's something Brett has been really fucking really begging me to do recently so i think we may do more of that um thank you guys for watching we really appreciate all the support we've been getting and uh we'll see you guys next time from the deep Uh, bye bye